Hello to all my wonderful readers and listeners. This is Karen Hunt, aka K.H. Majek, with a new essay for you. I wrote this really just over the past couple of days. It's pretty serious and important, so listen up. This is called Killing Us with Kindness. They are not vaccines. They are poisons. A quote from Luc Montagnier. These vaccines are poisons. They are not real vaccines. The mRNA allows its message to be transcribed throughout the body uncontrollably. No one can say for each of us where these messages will go. This is therefore a terrible unknown. This was Nobel laureate Professor Luc Montagnier's plea when he was invited to the Luxembourg Parliament to accompany petitioners speaking out against compulsory COVID vaccination. His plea was made on the 12th of January, 2022. By February 8th, he was dead. Anyone who asked questions like this has been systematically discredited and silenced. People think that now, because they are allowed to ask questions on Twitter, that they have their freedom back and their voices are being heard. The reality is that over the past three years, the authorities have managed to put everyone into separate boxes where alternative voices are allowed to spout off their nonsense without it ever getting anywhere beyond an echo chamber. But in the big wide world out there, the propaganda is just warming up. The photo below, and you can see it in the body of my essay, shows McDonald's promoting the COVID vaccine. What vaccine will be next on the agenda, I wonder? This week saw the 41st annual J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference in San Francisco. Not a big glitzy affair like the World Economic Forum's Davos Conference will surely be in a few days from January 16th to the 20th. The timing, however, couldn't be better. The COVID-19 pandemic was the most successful propaganda campaign in history. It blanketed the entire world with almost every world leader on board with the protocol. Protocol. There were those few African leaders who didn't bow to pressure, for example, but please don't suggest their deaths were anything other than coincidences. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But like so many things these days, we will never know because questions are equal to dangerous disinformation. If I look up COVID-19 pandemic was the most successful propaganda campaign by Big Pharma in history, not a single result comes up relating to this topic. A lot of articles come up related to China's propaganda campaign or articles comparing the Trump administration's misinformation to China's. I've noticed that it's harder and harder to find alternative voices when I search on the internet. Most people who look at alternative media, media regularly will not realize this because by now they know where to go and they don't need to search. But for some neutral person, if there's any left out there, who wanted to research different points of view, they will never see anything except the state-sanctioned narrative. The propaganda campaign has worked, and it will continue to work as people become more dependent on drugs. It isn't a conspiracy theory to surmise that as people are given more and more of these vaccines, they will lose their natural immunity and become ever more dependent on drugs for their survival. That survival won't be pleasant. Let's look at excess deaths. Excluding the pandemic, the UK is seen in, in excess of 1,000 deaths a week, the worst figures since 1951. There were 1,600 more deaths than usual during Christmas week as long waits for ambulances, cold weather, and surging flu infections increased mortality rates by a fifth. 
In the United States, an explosive increase in cardiac symptoms can be seen in high school students from the second COVID injection. And I have there, you can see it in the body of my, of my essay above, is a report published on Dr. Peter A. McCulloch's Substack, where both cardiac symptoms and ECG changes were recorded after the first and second injections. The results are alarming. After the second injection of mRNA, 17.1% of students, 17.1% of students reported cardiovascular symptoms. But guess what? Dr. McCulloch lives in the same echo chamber other discredited doctors and scientists live, and his voice will never be heard except by, by in derision by those outside of that echo chamber. On Twitter, the echo chamber is going strong. Elon Musk has made sure that dissenters feel empowered in ways they didn't before, as if their voices are actually being heard. I, well, I am still permanently banned from Twitter, by the way. Another discredited doctor, Mike Eden, recently had over 200,000 views of this shared video on Twitter, along with this statement. We declare that Pfizer, Moderna, BioNTech, Janssen, AstraZeneca, and their enablers withheld and willfully omitted crucial safety and effectiveness information from patients and physicians and should be immediately indicted for fraud. Will they be immediately indicted for fraud? Absolutely not. Senator Ron Johnson is questioning the CDC as to why it denied the fact that it expected hundreds of safety signals for COVID-19 vaccines. Dr. Rochelle Walensky, director of the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, claimed in 2022 that safety monitoring revealed no unexpected safety signals for the vaccines. But the results to which she was referring showed hundreds of safety signals or adverse events potentially linked to the shots. Senator Ron Johnson is now wondering why the CDC expected so many signals after vaccination. In a January 10th letter citing the Epoch Times article on the results, Johnson demanded the CDC explain how it determined what is and is not an unexpected safety signal. The, the American people have a right to know the extent to which your agency was aware of and tracked COVID-19 vaccine adverse events. Your lack of transparency is unacceptable without immediately providing complete and reliable information about COVID-19 vaccine adverse events. You are obstructing, obstructing congressional oversight and leaving the public in the dark, added Johnson, who was stonewalled when he requested the monitoring results. Search for Senator Ron Johnson and you will find article after article about his irresponsible spreading of misinformation online. In June of 2021, he dared to hold an event on the adverse reactions to COVID vaccines. As a result, he was accused of promoting dangerous and unfounded claims about the vaccine that contradict medical research and analysis. Asking questions is not allowed. It still isn't allowed. And yet, isn't this what doctors are supposed to do? Apparently not. I'm still appalled that my own state of California approved a bill to punish doctors who spread false information. The billions of dollars in earnings from COVID are likely to lessen, but the illnesses will never go away. In fact, they will increase exponentially as the drugs to treat them hit the market. 
The CEO, CEOs like Albert Bourla of Pfizer would be fools if they didn't take advantage of the successful propaganda campaign to expand their repertoire and see how many more billions they can make from marketing drugs, drugs, and more drugs on an increasingly vulnerable population. Speaking at the J.P. Morgan Healthcare Conference, Borla laid out scenarios that could take the drug maker to $84 billion from a slew of new drugs for burgeoning ailments. Pfizer's earnings of $41 billion from their COVID jab in 2020 seemed staggering at the time, but now they intend to double that amount. Borla has said that Pfizer is entering the 18 most important months in its history. The company is planning 19 drug launches or label expansions over the next year and a half. Some of those products include an RSV vaccine, L-ranatumab in multiple myeloma, okay, I can't pronounce these, ritalicitinib in alopecia areata, and the much-anticipated oral GLP-1 drug, a gene therapy portfolio, and several vaccines. But Moderna is the big one to watch. To offset the slowdown in COVID vaccines, Moderna is considering raising the price of its COVID-19 vaccine by over 400%, from $26 per dose to between $110 and $130 per dose. This is in line with Pfizer's already 400% price increase. True to the despicable ways these CEOs have of twisting the truth, Borla claims that the vaccines will be free. (laughs) All this means is that insurance companies will pay for those who have insurance and premiums will go up. Of course, the answer is don't take the vaccines and many people aren't. But what happens when more and more people find themselves ill with cancer or autoimmune diseases like HIV and new miraculous mRNA vaccines are provided? People will take them. Relentless marketing has already gone a long way toward normalizing it all. Moderna's COVID-19 jab was the first drug the company ever got approved by the FDA. They now have their updated booster shot. However, true to the insidious corruption pervading this this entire industry, even CNN felt obligated to report that Moderna failed to present important infection data to the FDA when its booster was up for approval. The data in question indicated that 1.9% of the study participants who received the original booster became infected, while among those who got the updated bivalent vaccine, the one that scientists hoped would work better, a higher percentage, 3.2%, became infected. Philip Krauss, the former deputy director of the FDA's Office of Vaccine Research and Review, told CNN that the company's failure to present this information at the FDA advisors' meeting and the omission of discussion about the data at that meeting raises questions about the ability of the process to provide a full and transparent review of the data. But what did the advisors do? They shrugged. Oh, well, even if the data had been included, it wouldn't have changed our minds, they said. Of course it wouldn't. These approvals are decided well before the actual votes. There is too much money at stake for these drugs not to be approved. Watch this deeply disturbing video of vaccine-injured Olivia Tessenier being gaslit when she tries to be heard. And this is um, an explanation of the video. Olivia uh, Tessenier was part of Moderna's trial. After two years of serious adverse reactions, she now has T-cell lymphoma and leukemia. 
Her issues were omitted from Moderna's submission to the FDA. She recorded her last meeting with the principal investigator of the trial. And really, I listened to it. It's, it's quite appalling how she's treated. I don't write much about myocarditis or sudden death syndrome. There are so many others who cover this topic. The thing is, the drug companies have been so clever. Despite what you hear in alternative media, there is no way to prove one way or the other that the vaccines are causing this kind of harm. Perhaps it will become apparent in a few years' time, but it will be when it will be too late, as it so often is with the latest scientific miracle cure. But of one thing we can be sure, people are getting sicker. Their immune systems are being compromised. Big Pharma is there with new products to kill you with kindness. Moderna, for example, has quickly created a program that involves injecting messenger RNA into people's hearts following a heart attack. To quote Stefan Bansal, Moderna's CEO, in a recent Sky News interview, we are now in a super exciting program where we inject mRNA in people's hearts with a heart attack to grow back new blood vessels and revascularize the heart. When the reporter suggested that there is an irony within the COVID-19 pandemic that it allowed companies like Moderna to develop these other areas because of the revenues that came through the door, Bansell agreed. You're 100% right, he said with a lot of glee. Here are some of the new mRNA gene therapies, what they call vaccines, that we have to look forward to. Notice the company Moderna is everywhere. So we could look at influenza vaccines. Sanofi Translate Bio, these two companies are researching an mRNA flu vaccine that targets one strain of the flu virus. This strain tends to cause more severe flu, more more severe flu seasons for high-risk people. It is being studied in healthy adults 18 to 49. Pfizer is researching a single-dose mRNA flu vaccine that targets four strains of the flu virus. Moderna is studying uh, an mRNA flu vaccine that targets four strains of the flu virus. Moderna is also researching a combination mRNA COVID-19 flu vaccine. Zika. Moderna is studying the only Zika vaccine that uses mRNA. The company is currently recruiting adults 18 to 65 for a phase two clinical trial. Volunteers, anyone? (laughs) Respiratory syncytial virus or RSV. Moderna is currently studying an mRNA RSV vaccine in younger adults, older adults, and children. HIV. Moderna is researching two different mRNH HIV vaccines. The first vaccine is being developed in collaboration with the International AIDS Vaccine Initiative. Cytomegalovirus a CMV. Of all the mRNA vaccines being researched, Moderna's CMV vaccine may be the furthest along. Cancer. Moderna is studying at least three cancer vaccines in clinical trials. Its personalized mRNA cancer vaccine has shown, was shown to reduce the risk of recurrence in patients with stage 3 or 4 melanoma. <clears throat> the Ludwig Institute for Cancer Research is collaborating with Bohringer, Ingelheim, and CureVac on an mRNA cancer vaccine for non-small cell lung carcinoma. The University Medical Center Groningen is collaborating with BioNTech on an 
mRNA cancer vaccine for ovarian cancer. BioNTech is also collaborating with Regeneron Pharmaceuticals on an mRNA cancer vaccine for advanced melanoma. Those are just a few of them. We need to also mention that mRNA vaccines are being created for animals and insects as well. I was disturbed to read about vaccines being created for honeybees. As bees have been commercialized, transported, and pressed into agricultural service, honeybees have been exposed to a cocktail of different diseases that typically lay waste to large numbers of colonies and require major interventions by beekeepers to keep numbers up. In clinical trials, it said that there are that there is a 50% increase in disease resistance among offspring of honeybees. Previously, as with many animals, beekeepers relied on antibiotics to control disease. But now that resistance has been built up. Instead of realizing they are doing damage to the natural balance of our planet, they decide to turn to vaccines. It's the same with humans. Instead of correcting the mistake, they move on to the next horror. Here's what the World Health Organization has to say on the matter. The global increase in disease caused by drug-resistant bacteria due to overuse and misuse of antibiotics is a major public health concern. It is more difficult and costly to treat antibiotic-resistant infections, and people do not always recover. Vaccinating humans and animals is a very effective way to stop them from getting infected and thereby preventing the need for antibiotics. Making better use of existing vaccines and developing new vaccines are important ways to tackle antibiotic resistance and reduce preventable diseases and deaths. The WHO cites as an example an alarming spread of multi-drug resistant tuberculosis. The answer? Vaccines! <laughs> Searching online for Luc Montagnier, I managed to find this article warning that mass vaccination during a pandemic is an historical blunder. And I quote him, the history books will show that because it is the vaccination that is creating the variants, except that the history books will never show this. Montagnier observed that many epidemiologists know it and are silent about the problem known as antibody dependent enhancement. Why would those involved ever admit that they had colluded in the biggest propaganda campaign in history in exchange for blood money? all while the people they had given a Hippocratic oath to serve saw their natural immunity waste away as they became more and more dependent on the drugs that were pushed upon them. Think about it. Perhaps hundreds of new mRNA vaccines will be produced over the next 10 years or so. If Montagnier is right about the COVID jab, and it makes perfect sense that he is, it is terrifying to think what the consequences will be on the billions of people, not to mention animals and insects, who are repeatedly injected with this poison over time. And that concludes this essay. Speaking to my readers and listeners from the echo chamber, hoping that it can reach beyond to at least some people. Thank you so much for reading, for listening. Please share, please comment, and God bless.